You're listening to Life in the Faust Lane with Jared and Mary Faust. We are a brother-sister duo here to talk about everything from our opposing political views to Grandma's cornbread and everything in between. Testing, testing, one, two, testing, one, two. Testing, testing, one, two, testing, one, two. Sound, sounds pretty close to me. Buckle my shoe. What do you mean pretty close? Our, our volume. Oh, okay. Let's the see. volume of your shh, voice. Shh, shut up. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for ruining the intro. Sorry. You are listening to Life in the Faust Lane. Come on. Are you serious? <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to Life in the Faust Lane. This is your girl, Mary. And as you can hear, so rudely sipping his beverage into the mic, today I am joined by the late and the great (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan James Atkins I. Hi, everybody. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. We've um, leveled up our recording equipment. And this is our first recording with the new mic setups. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Yeah. Anyways, and I want to say another thank you to everybody who donated to the fundraiser. Um, it's because of you that hopefully the audio is sounding crisper in thine ear holes, earbuds, headphones, Alexa speakers. Yeah. What else? Car speakers. Um, NASA. What else? What? <laughs> okay. Thank you for being here physically, but not mentally, John. Appreciate that. Um, I've had to take a few takes. What, popping open your tobacco container yet again. All right. So we're back. With a vengeance. Um, we're here to talk about, maybe not a vengeance, but we're here to talk about where we're at in our sexuality as a married oh, couple. Oh, we're really, that's what we're talking about tonight? What did you think we were talking about? I don't know. I didn't know. But you didn't think? You didn't have like one thought about what it could I be? I guess I kind of thought since we have the new, the new setup going that we would... I don't know, go a little lighter than that. Hmm. That's fine. But why does sexuality have to not be a light subject? No, you're right. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, you want to talk about feng shui? Or surfing? Surfing. Yeah, that fits into the podcast. Okay. Well, welcome to Earth, Jonathan Atkins. I thought you were on board knowing that we're just I'm following up. I'm on board with that. Oh, that was your comical. No, I honestly didn't know that you wanted to dive right into that. Well, I mean. Do you have anything for like foreplay before we get there? Sure. John's been surfing. I don't want to I'll talk just about take that. you right there. I'll just, I won't even beat around the bush. I'm taking you right to the door. What do you want to say about surfing? I don't know. <laughs> It has. It is tied into our sexuality. I know that. Yeah, it is. Yep. You care to share? 
Well, I don't really have much to share about surfing. I just caught my first wave the other day. That's all I'm trying to say. All right. Well, how do you think we've improved on our sex life since our last podcast episode? Remember that one we we recorded with Terrible sharing that little mic on the couch living in AJ's house? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Where would you say we've come, what it's been like three, four months since that recording? Um, What's I think, your opinion? I think that recording, it's hard to remember all of it, but I remember it being very serious. Yeah, I guess it was very, that's my memory of it. I don't know if that's how just, it really was. I'm just saying if you closed your eyes and since we've been in our own apartment, since we started watching that sacred oh, sexuality yeah. stuff, oh yeah, what what would you say has evolved? I would say <laughs> we can look each other in the eye and giggle giggle less than yeah, that's what I would say too at the beginning. Not that giggling is bad, but it is nice to be able to just gaze at each other but you know what I learned? oh oh i see what you're saying that's not what i thought i thought you were saying that we that we are able to giggle more no but you're talking about staring into each other's eyes yeah, that thing eye gazing that can feel really awkward and uncomfortable so Absolutely. we tend to like <laughs> i'm gonna make off. a silly face and laugh at you i'm gonna take that tin i just need to close it I won't open it haven't again. learned by now on the podcast, John's an addict. An That's it. Addict. That little clip. So he's I not doing this. one thing. He's at least doing seven other things. Oh. Okay. You want to? I'm sorry. I just have to just get comfortable. Make every noise that the planet uh. offers for a human to make. <laughs> I got jammed. Um, I got jammed up. Mm, that's better. What else have we improved on so we can eye gaze? Oh, wait, but I, you didn't let me finish my sentence. I've learned this week in my own counseling of my sexuality mm. that... With Melissa. Yes. Melissa Board of the Pleasure Studio. I've brought her up several times. Has she been on your... No, but she's going to be. And I keep promising that, but it is going to happen. Have, does she know that? Yes, she knows that. She's already agreed to be on the podcast. Seriously? She, we're in different time zones. She's a busy lady. It's hard to. You brought that up to her? her? Yes, several times. Babe, have you, if you had been keeping up with the podcast, you would know this already. So anyways, what I learned through one of my sessions with Melissa is that when you're speaking to anyone, really, it's good if you're trying to be open and receptive to them. So hold this one sacred for like your beloved people in your life to be looking into their left eye. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then what's the right eye? I have to look at my notes. The right eye is. Um... Oh, that is. That's protection. So. Hmm. Right eye is if you're just talking to a stranger. Mm. Look into their right eye. I now, thought that's their third eye. No, I'm not done. If someone is venting to you, 
your partner or just a friend and you they just need you to be present there for them they don't uh-huh. need you to like solve their problems yeah so you're just trying to be present and listen look at their third eye so between their right and their left well, can't eye. they tell that you're not looking at their no eye? absolutely not the third eye is an eye in fact it's both eyes put together you're so ordered you ever order there's f- your instructions do you ever order food from a a waiter or a waitress that with one eye? No, <laughs> that just looked at your shoulder. No, no, don't ever say anything like that again. <laughs> I could. I have a small list of people who do that. What else has improved? I would say that my. <laughs> ooh, I hate the word horniness has. You know, it's definitely improved. There's a lot of words you could use instead of that. Randiness. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. <laughs> Give me examples. Is it just libido? Is libido the same yeah, thing? Libido. Is that sure. what that means? I don't know. Exactly. My point exactly. Is I'm that not what just that means? To throw words. I don't sound into the ether. Webs. Does my voice sound louder than your voice? Not to me. Good. So my libido has risen we should really fact check that he has risen uh oh she has risen good lord he has risen well my libido has pretty much been masculine oh my god what i do with the tea most of my life where's the tea oh it's do you see you. it it's behind you oh okay damn i thought i dumped it i made his tea i also want to give you all my tea recipe um i mean you can use any tea bag the Actually, no. See, that's part of the recipe. You have to at least have two tea bags per cup. Different. Y'all. Or the same. Doesn't matter. But I always do different. Just, you know, more flavors. So, like right now, I'm drinking a decaf Tulsi chai. It's an Indian chai. Delicious. (laughs) Mixed with Tulsi sweet rose. Also decaf. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you're laughing. Oh, and a gypsy cold care what are these Just words to make sure. <laughs> this is what you get when you're on the decaf train okay um but a little honey a little maple syrup steep those bags for at least five minutes covered so put like a plate on top of your cup of tea take it out and then i'm i want you all to go to your grocery store you gotta google it though because not all grocery stores carry this it's the oat milk creamer, so delicious brand, but the green carton, they only come in small cartons, original. Vanilla, I don't know if you're into that. What brand is it? So delicious. That's the brand. Mm. Oat milk creamer, so delicious. Don't get any other brand, just that brand. And then you put that on top, just like a little enough to like make it creamy. You guys, you'll never ever make tea any other way again plus people who are like yuck tea why would i do that if you make it with this recipe you'll be like oh okay is it supposed to be cold like kind of cold or room temperature because you waited an hour to drink it after i made it for you you can pop that right in the microwave that's why we have those cancer causing devices Okay, so my libido has risen. There have been times during the month, especially during my fertile 
phase. What phase is that? That is the ovulatory phase. Mm. Yeah, we learned about that. We learned about the four phases. Okay, yes, learning about the phases of being a woman. It's a good thing if you're in a male-female partnership or female-female partnership, anything that involves a female. It's just good to know any anybody because there's females roaming the same planet as you. Just learn more about what it means to be a female. That's important, I think, for everybody. should just be taught to every human. This is what a female will go through until she hits menopause. Or maybe even after. Or maybe even after. Yeah, we have the brains of females until we die, and our brains are definitely different and flooded with all different kinds of hormones. And Yeah, I mean, you're talking about those four phases. Yes. Of what? What, 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 what do you call that, that? A woman's cycle. Is there a name for the cycle? Just a... No, I think just maybe a moon cycle. Oh. That weird no that weird noise I just made was me about to say hormonal. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, don't ask questions I'm not prepared for. Um just a cycle. A cycle. Mm-hmm. So yes, um I you weren't a part of that episode. I've already explained the oh. cycles. Um, but you're on board. That's the point. Yeah, that's the news. The point yeah. is that he's on board. So right. he know he's known all week to leave me alone. And Yeah, I mean, I haven't done any real reading on that, but I saw the little piece of paper on the refrigerator, and I was like, oh, luvial phase. Okay, no, that's not the point. The point is that you're just aware yeah. Of what phases I'm in throughout the month. And, and what it really means is I know how to phrase my questions to you. Mm. Instead of saying, instead of asking you what's wrong with you, I can say, what phase are you in right now? <laughs> what else has improved? <laughs> not your stupidity, obviously. It's <laughs> <laughs> not very nice of me. Yeah, because I was serious. I wasn't trying to make a joke like saying what... No, I'm just... What's wrong with you? I'm saying that that's a thought. I remember during our first months of dating, you got so mad at me for asking you, what's wrong with... What's wrong? What's wrong with you? Uh Uh-huh. And you heard it like I was saying, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. But I was saying it like, what's the matter? Do you want to talk well, about I it? Think, I think the phrase that I had a problem with was, what's your problem? Mm, who's going to have the sharper memory out of the two of us from 10 years ago? Me. So what else has improved? Okay, I do want to point out that I did just start my sessions with Melissa, and we are going to be working together once a week for the next four months. And so there's lots of improvement to happen that I'm just like, and I hate to refer to it like that because a part of the work I'm doing is to also just accept how I am right now. Well, of course. But I'm eager and excited to 
get over these things that can still hold me back sometimes when I want to experience newness in our and in my sexuality and then of course that leads to our sexuality i mean i think a a desire to get better is probably a sign of health you know what i mean yeah but i think that's an important thing to point out because for a lot of these healing years i have been stuck in this cycle of like why am i not I'm not enough. Enough yet. Why am I not healed yet? When am I going to be done? Not even done. When am I going to begin? That's how I have felt. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I feel that I have begun now. I have definitely had new experiences in the last few months, new feelings and sensations in my body. It's still not comfortable for me to talk about sex. I wish it was, but it's becoming more comfortable. And I'm realizing that if I can get over this idea that talking about sex makes me slutty or dirty or bad, you know, those simple like finger pointing, shaking parental vibes that are still so tightly wrapped around my subconscious like then that's what i'm trying to do and i'm ready and i'm ready to like talk more about it even though it makes me feel uncomfortable i think it'll just eventually not be uncomfortable why shouldn't we all be talking about this thing that we literally all do and what was done in order to create us as living beings two people had to have sex yeah that's true (laughs) and uh so i'm learning well i was just gonna say there's a book i read and it says something like um you know sometimes you're the last person to notice the progress that you're making and that's totally true because i've seen you change profoundly a number of times a lot over the years that's nice to hear to the point where I've become quite envious of you. Envious? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I think it is more in the feminine arena. What is? This desire and this ability to change often than it is in the masculine arena. Yeah, I can see that. Which I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. It just is a thing. But I think this is what I've been learning also in my quest to become a goddess queen serpent um, is... Serpent? (laughs) Did you ever see the quest with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme? No. Is it Jean? Jean. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I make myself laugh. What was I saying? Oh, to be a serpent queen, Xena warrior princess. <laughs> serpent. <laughs> That's very pagan of you. Where was I going with that? I don't know. I, I mean, it was kind of trailing on. Oh, no, no, no. No, it was not. I had a very valid point. Oh, is that... Um, mm, 
No, it's gone. Thank you, Jean Claude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Van Atkins. I just, I want to just step into what, like, I think has been given to all of us as a very special gift. Yeah. Sex. And yeah. I think it goes much, 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 much deeper than most of us have been experiencing even for decades with mm-hmm. the same person. I think um, it just takes that little bit of discomfort because the real intimacy of gazing into each other's eye stem sockets mm-hmm. and truly non-confrontationally talking about the real shit going on in each of our worlds right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but also creating a space of love together a space of affinity towards each other so we have a new practice we're going to be starting this week who does you and i do i know about it yes the creating the affinity so we sit oh the 10 10 20 yes we sit and put a 10 minute timer and just go back and forth uh-huh. asking what's something that you love about me uh-huh. your partner answers and you're only allowed to say thank you back there's no discussion going on mm-hmm. and you do that for 10 minutes you're creating a space of love and affinity and safety timer goes off set another 10 minute timer and you go back and forth then it's my turn no during that time <laughs> You don't. You haven't been listening the Maybe. last two days. I've been, I've been listening. I've been trying to understand. No, during the ten minutes, we are going back and forth the whole ten minutes. I say something, you say something. I say something, you say something. Right, you but got it's, it. I think so, but it's not a discussion. So no. Oh, it's like no crosstalk. Like I'm only allowed to respond to you with a thank you. Yes. Thank you. And now it's my turn to say something to, say, to you that's totally unrelated to what you just said to me. You say the question back to me. What's something that you love about me? Oh. And I say your retarded answers. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say retarded anymore. Unless you're bleep. talking about. I'll bleep it out. Beep. Right. <laughs> okay so then timer goes off you set another 10 minute timer and you go what is something that you believe what is it help me this isn't the right journal (laughs) (laughs) what journal how many journals do you have too many why is there one right there too too many oh my god okay oh tell me something you believe we agree on hmm And then you, so like obviously the first 10 minutes is creating that love towards each other, which is obviously there. You wouldn't come home to each other day after day if there wasn't love present. But sometimes when do couples do this? Just go on for 10 minutes about this is what I love about you. So that's created an energy. And then another 10 minutes, tell me something you believe we agree on that. So it's just that helps build safety. Yeah, just that question over and over again for 10 minutes. Well, just bear with me. We're I'm building, a little slow, and I want to just picture it. We're building love, and we're building safety. So, for example, 
Tell uh, me something you believe we agree on. We both agree that f- fish shouldn't taste very fishy. Yes. Yep. I mean, you'd probably want to go a little bit deeper than that by the end of the 10 minutes, but... I got to feel 10 minutes, though. So then that timer goes off, and then you say thank you afterwards. So even if the fish thing was dumb and I so, roll my eyes, so, I have to say thank you. So you should have said thank No, you're not allowed to do that. We're not actually doing the exercise. I know, but I just wanted to, a short example. But timer. No, you're not allowed to roll your eyes. That's <laughs> yeah. part of the deal. <laughs> okay. Timer goes off. Now you set a timer for 20 minutes. This is a 40-minute exercise. If you're trying to save your marriage, do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now for 20 minutes, you get to just share back and forth. You don't have to be married to do these. Share. The yeah, no, you don't. Um, what's something you want to share with me? And then John would share something. I'm not saying anything back. I'm just saying thank you. And then he says, what's something you want to share with me? Oh. And I go. And now this is where you can get into deeper stuff. So like I could say, I... I'm going to do it right now. Ask me. What's something you would like to share with me? I'm really, I'm feeling really sad and missing Jared on the podcast. Mm. Especially since John and I pulled up one of our older episodes, which was shameful about the audio. (sighs) But anyways, what are you going to do? That was the baby beginning egg stages of the podcast, you guys. Um, But we just had, we heard Jared and. Yeah. It just made me really miss him. So likewise, that's what I would share. Something like that to let him know that my heart has been hurting today and the last couple of days. And right. Isn't that an important nug of information for my life partner? Absolutely. Yeah. Co-parent. And do in, in during this exercise, do I get to comment on that or am, no, no, it's okay. It's the same thing. You say, can yeah, just say thank you. Thank you for telling me that. Yes. Yes. That's the whole point. We're not, it's just like, we're just kind of, connecting it's a way to connect yeah it's a way to listen Uh and to connect and so this is where we would look each other in our left eye now it's your left eye so you're looking to your right at my left eye with my (laughs) left eye (laughs) just looking to your right is my point at my actual left eye or we would be looking at each other's third eye this is not a right eye. Or you don't have to be looking in each other's eyes at all. You can just, but I'm just saying. That reminds me of one of your favorite words. Mary has a certain vocabulary that I've grown to know and love over the years. And I try to make a little list of some of. Is this my funeral? Her favorite words. <laughs> um, drop is one of those words drip (laughs) but another one that you say a lot that people don't say is sty eye (laughs) (laughs) you say that a lot what is wrong with you i'm pretty sure i've said sty eye like a hundred times maybe a total of five times in the past 10 years of my life no i've heard you say oh that kid has sty eye no i don't say that okay Let's wrap this up. Anything else that we've improved on? I feel like I've just listed all of my improvements, um, but I feel like you've been improving too. You have been 
more curious mm. about trying new things and not just like, oh, you know, sucks, sucks. Yeah, sure. That's <laughs> how I've always been. <laughs> I'm just, that's my. No, you're true. You're, you're true. That's A my. good friend and true, as Bob Barker would say. <laughs> that's my sound of just like, that's what. That's what an culture sex is. That's what the uh, culture has brain. taught us about sex. Yeah, basically the patriarchy. Uh, come on. <laughs> come on, tell me that sex in our culture is not a product of the patriarchy. Yeah, it is. Okay, so why do you get so, like, this is the thing. If we can't admit that annoying things are out there happening, how are we going to move past them? I don't think. Ch- yeah, whatever. All right. I'm just saying in most of our brains who weren't raised by like sexually free parents, mm. the information we got about sex was from American Pie. Oh, I never saw that shit. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I never did. Well, mo- a lot of us did. And from what's there to see? Just the pie is on the cover of the no, just the way they DVD. treat women, even dating shows now. It's just oh, you mean sexy beasts that you've been watching? All of them, all of them portray this like ape-like male character who's like, I like ass titties. That's how an undeveloped boy's mind, right? Works. So that's what I'm saying that, but unfortunately, our country has been led by underdeveloped <laughs> or maybe they haven't been sexually developed sexual spiritual experience in their mind or something that's what i'm saying yeah 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 and this is where most of us have received our training mm-hmm. on what it means to even be sexy what it means to receive pleasure mm-hmm. that means yeah because pleasure is really what we're talking about and I think that word makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But I think that if we can start shifting that and recognizing that we receive pleasure all the time, this cup of tea I'm drinking, mm. it's very pleasurable. Yeah, totally. That, that, to my taste buds. That's been a that's been a new thing for me too to realize, like a warm blanket. Oh, just like being balled up in a warm. Blanky, yeah, like, like enjoying things is a skill. You can suck at enjoying things. A lot of people suck at enjoying things. Yeah, they're really good at complaining. Yes, even about like things that make no sense to complain about. Well, not to us, but yeah. No. But anyways, we're so complainers like, too. Yeah, of course. This is what I'm saying. We've been trained this way. We're all trained the same. The whole point of this podcast is, are we untraining ourselves and and deciding for ourselves with our own free will, E, best movie of the 90s, (laughs) (laughs) deciding of our own free will, what do I want to, what new thought do I want to train my brain with? What new direction do I want to go? And so... We need to stop beating ourselves up for having the sexuality of seventh graders Mm. as full-grown adults. Number one. Number one. Just accept it because it's not your fault. 
Right. It's not your fault. Most, and you know what? It's not our parents' fault either, and it's probably not their parents' fault. Fault is... Um, Fault's not the word to it's use. It's not important. It's not important. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is that we, take we get to take responsibility, and we get to decide, well, I want something new now. Mm. And this You can is, do that? Yes. This is what I'm working with Melissa with right now is figuring out what are these old things gripping me that are keeping me from, or, you know, in my mind, believing that they're keeping me from just entering this whole new world? Example of an old thought. Sex isn't safe. That's a good one. It's not safe. And so... And isn't that, it interesting, though? If that thought was not shamed and if I didn't feel annoyed at it, if it was just a thought, a thought and I could even hold it a little tenderly and then yeah, because it kept shape, you safe. It, shape it anew. Yeah. It kept me safe. There was a time when it was appropriate. It kept you safe. Sure, and it still thinks that that's what it's doing. Yes. Exactly. So the thought gets hmm, stroked. <laughs> She's stroking the air. <laughs> And then just reshaped. So like, no, sex is fun. Sex is safe. Safe. Sex is whatever you want it to be. It's like a an open candy store. Ooh, candy. Yeah, it's like candy. And I although got a I don't good candy story for later. <laughs> I don't have that. Like my body doesn't resonate with that thought any right now currently mm-hmm. but it can you can feel that it wants to i can feel that it wants to and i can feel that if i keep watering that seed and not the old belief then there will be days and there have been days where my body is like hey um i've i'm feeling new things today want to be a little more explorative so that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's I'll, a- I'll say more when the time comes, but <laughs> it's a good feeling. And then there come the days where the the old thought comes back when my body shuts down. And yeah. um, but like, but it never really goes all the way back. No, it never goes all the way back. That's the important thing to remember. Yeah, growth is like. It's happening in in small increments sometimes, and then sometimes it happens in large leaps. But then sometimes after the large leaps, we can come back a little bit. But it's good to remember we never go back to that starting point. We're at least a little bit nudged forward. And I think if we truly tune into ourselves more and more, just slowly and surely over time, we can feel how real that is and... Yeah, totally. It's only on my super dark days that so I'll be like, I feel like, like no. are you turning your voice up slightly, little by little, to be louder than me? I have not touched anything. You're looking right at my physical body. I feel like it's getting louder and I'm getting soft. Turn mine up a tiny bit. <sighs> That's the classic mistake every musician makes. What do you love? Turn mine up more. No. All right, fine. It's fine. It's fine. Not- um. So what's next on the agenda here? I wrote oh, by the way, sorry, sorry to interrupt. 
go. A friend, a good dear friend of mine said that growth is like uh, watching hair grow. Or no, wait, what? I, he said hair when your hair is growing. Oh, what did boy. He say? Edit that out. Um, All right. What's next? <laughs> I wrote on here, what are you looking forward to? the future first of all going surfing with my brother nick tomorrow morning oh stand the topic please for us as a couple oh just clear communication clear free communication there's still things that i'm like "Mm, i feel resistance to telling you or Mm -hmm. wanting to open up that conversation i know and i know i'm like I have been seeking from you more safety. Like, I need you to make me feel safe. I need you to make me feel honored and everything. But then, like, well, I know that I probably am not providing that for you yet. And so that's something that I want to be doing, too. Because I think I still, this is what I brought up with Melissa this week. Um, is that I get so uncomfortable sometimes, not all the times, just all the times. When the topic of sex, and this is just historically in our relationship, not just recently, the topic of sex makes me feel so uncomfortable and so like, like I'm in middle school. talking about it with my dad or something like oh god God." um that's the feeling inside (laughs) good lord and so you're just trying to like i want it to be fun flirtily talk about it and Mm. then i get like so yeah i'm aware of it i'm aware of it i know you are and i and i'm excited to work with melissa because i think She's already helped me see, you know, some of the roots going on there that I'm ready to kindly and gently remove. Mm -hmm. That's you pulling weeds. Yes. (laughs) With tiny roots. That was really loud. (laughs) You're going to have to adjust that. Um, that's called a plosive (laughs) what am i looking forward to well i don't think i really got a chance to answer so let me think about it Hmm. what am i looking forward to oh i know i did i already did yeah you did. i said clean clear communication clint eastwood and uh and more play this idea of play Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i we did our five Oh, we did our love language, the five love languages. Yeah, we kind of debunked that whole thing, I feel like. Well, not really. I know I answered some questions differently. The second time you did it? Yeah. Well, of course you did. I know. So The whole thing is I'm just pretty, full of holes. Don't say debunk, because the truth is we all have a little bit of all of them in us. Yeah, but come on, five? <sighs> and who the fuck picks gifts? Okay, see, this is not... You didn't tell me that you hated it. You weren't eye-rolling it. I didn't say I hated it. It's just at the end of it, I realized, oh, this is a this is a mm. vacuum cleaner. No, because I do think that I definitely feel like I value 
quality time. Yeah, totally. And words of affirmation. No, I, Those I, are my okay. top two. I love it. I love the five languages of love <laughs> or whatever. And <laughs> and I, I think I read the book. I at least bought it. And uh, Okay, so yours is new. Because look, before Warren, yours was physical touch. Mm, good, good story here. So a couple days ago, I grabbed Mary. This was back in the Wait, era. Wait, can I of, pause real quick? Why? Because you know how you just started that by saying good story here? Yeah. I was in a restaurant earlier. Did I really say here? Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> I was in a restaurant earlier with Warren, and he was like, being cute as usual and this white like business guy looked like maybe like a lawyer how old nerdy early 30s late 20s annoying age mm. like clark kent glasses but not like hot like clark kent with two girls that look like maybe business associates sitting across from him he looks down at warren then just looks away, doesn't like smile, kind of almost looks like he's annoyed. Okay. So I'm ready to just like stab him in the eye with a fork. Let's just say he was annoyed. Okay. But that, all that aside, that's not even the point of the story. I, he, he, these are the words that come out of his mouth. He goes, I've got a real funny story for you ladies. And then continues to tell the most boring office story. I didn't even wait around for the punchline. Like blow your brains out boring. But like the cockiness of him so certain that his story Tell me about was the ladies. funny. Tell me about the ladies. I I was taking care of a toddler. I didn't have time to examine the whole table like I would have normally done. Uh-huh. I honestly had to chase Warren. Um, well, I'm so, sure they were hot. But my point is I just walked away thinking like, ah, that son of a gun. You can't start your own story that you're hoping will be perceived as funny by these ladies with I'm telling you that this story is going to be funny. Okay. But you <laughs> just did that. <laughs> I didn't though. Okay, you didn't. You as did I said it. earlier. I'm just saying you're it's a slippery slope, my friend. I get it. Yeah. And I didn't say that. But you I didn't. have said that. But you I didn't. have said that. That's my point. You did it. Okay. My mic sounds good. So, you know, so what I actually said was I have a good story that has Which, been so far removed from my mind by this time. Some people might hear the story and think, was that a good story? Okay. Tell your story. Well, I can't remember what it was. Oh, that was my so what am I looking forward to? Oh, wait. Did I already answer that? Yeah, we went through all that already. What's next? I just, I thought maybe we could each muster up something that we haven't told each other. Just for the sake of um, <laughs> keeping it fresh. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, How? Uh, who are you afraid of listening to this episode? Oh, I don't know anybody good there isn't really anybody really anyways well i'm trying i'm having a hard time thinking of something i haven't told you oh well just like something maybe that like you you're like as we enter this like 
endless, vast playground of sexuality with no guilt or shame or like, I'm not allowed. Do you have anything in your like vision, even like up there in the distance that you're like, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. That's a, I don't know. That's a tough question. Well, it's just something to be mulling over. Do I have anything? What I have is like, I envision myself being much more confident, knowing when to take charge and when to like submit and to joyfully be able to go in and out of those roles. Oh yeah. That's a great answer. Sure. That sounds so fun. Yeah, that does sound fun. But I'm also scared and sweaty palmed right now. You are? You're that nervous about this? <laughs> no, but like that's what the old thoughts think. Sure. Yeah. So gosh, I'm sure there's something I can like think about Happy Gilmore. What part? Something With the like grandma? that. Yeah. <laughs> like when he goes into that dreamland. Uh huh. Like could you imagine? Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. Like a pitching wedge. What's that? <laughs> a wedge? <laughs> sure, yeah. I think that would be fun. All those things are fun. But, you know, and maybe if, I don't know, I think that will, maybe sex will be divided into different, like, um, uh, I don't know, because when we're, it seems like it kind of gets like a one note like one note thing for a while. And then if we get better at communicating and more in touch with our own sexuality, I think that's what I'm really looking forward to mm-hmm. is being comfortable with my own sexuality and seeing I've gotten a glimpse of sexual energy becoming a part of my everyday stuff, like shopping in the grocery store with some energy and just being like, uh, energy is energy and it might be conjured up from uh, a more sexual side or it might be conjured up from a more like a well, very creative side but like just thinking of my my own sexuality whatever that means as being a source of energy and what I mean by energy I mean like liveliness yeah I do because I, I imagine like being highly sexual person mm-hmm. in a culture that says that's bad. But also I think that when you and I, and we talked about this last time, I want sexuality to grow and encompass fucking shopping, working, talking to people. Babe, I'm the one that said that. Being a, uh, being a brother, being a, dad all that stuff like carrying a new liveliness Mm -hmm. into all that i hate to be kind of vague you know what i mean that's not vague. i mean what am i supposed to say a new liveliness into all of your whippets no i'm just saying like whips and chains and leather and all that stuff ball gags and didn't i ask you the other day remember what i was like what's bdsm what is that what is that all about bound B D S M. Oh, bum. 
No. Nope. I'm not sure. I, I, oh, look, the internet. Are you going to look it up? Well, it's important. You should look up libido. Oh, yeah. See what comes. Yeah, just Google BDSM. Every, everyone listening is thinking, what's wrong with them? Everyone knows what that means. Everyone does know what it means. Um, um, tell me what it, no. Just say, what does it stand for? See, look, the third thing that pops up, what kind of sexual deviant are you? See What's what I mean? De- oh, yeah, I see what you This is saying. what Melissa talks a lot about. It's like, it, we're, we are just culturally taught that any of our like fantasies or naughtinesses in our little minds were deviants. Well, maybe that's part of the equation. I don't know. Okay. It's just not but telling uh, anyway, me. Anyway, that's not important. My whole point is like, yeah, there's different ways to make here shit we go, interesting. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Bondage, discipline, dominance, <laughs> and submission, sadism, and masochism. See, it has to be like so dark. Yeah, totally. And that's fine if that's what, if that's your flavor, go dark. But like, yeah. I think sometimes we go super dark and like to scary places because we feel like we're not allowed to be doing this. And if we were just free people, which we are, if we were just free people exploring the things that we like and the things that get us going, I think that it doesn't have to go to these dark, creepy, scary, abusive type of places. (laughs) It can just be like, consensually fun and like play 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 not i mean whatever i don't know i don't to me sexuality has already been so darkened and dampened and weakened and like sometimes that stuff comes across for me as like desperate for like i'm desperate for some kind of um this escapist experience or something like yeah. that but Get i don't think that's it here. i think that's just i don't think that's what's really going on i think people are doing something that i don't really even understand yet i think that just like with every single category of life it can be done in ways that are helping people and it can definitely be done in ways that are harming people and disconnecting them more and more and more. So I just think it's important that whatever we're doing out there, that we're being honest about where is it coming from and is it causing harm to ourselves or to other people? Yeah, because in one way you could say that um, our undeveloped sense of sexuality has led to these perversions. Mm Mm-hmm. And a perversion is like a shrinking of a thing. Yeah. And like, that's what I... I like being attracted like whatever, to children, child molesters, is like a clear step was missed. There was yeah. a huge step missed in that person's developmental process. And so they never stopped. Yeah. And they never grew and mentally... Fuck, who knows what's who knows? going with that. I know, but that's that's the missing link is what I'm saying yeah. is like the so average that, human. So all that like juicy stuff that, you know, that. The play. Yeah, all that stuff. I think that is just like if it happens, it, it happens. I don't have any 
real specific fantasies about that, but I want that. Um, I want the whole idea. Of, I want to have some clarity about what is <laughs> sex. It's a clarity, but <laughs> it's not because of the slug. I want to have some clarity, but. <laughs> <laughs> The slug, you guys. That's what he calls them. And I'm supposed to make out with this man who's got a slug in his mouth? I don't kiss you with the slug. Well, I make him brush his teeth before he even kisses me. Those things gross me out. That's not true. So maybe we could add that to our things I look forward to. Not rotting your mouth that makes such beautiful music and sounds. Not rotting it out of your head with those tobacco big tobacco company taking our money that's really my addictive. problem i don't think these are addictive yet i spend twenty dollars a week that's more than that that's that's trash i said it it says this product is not a safe oh it says it's not a safe alternative to cigarettes shoot trash okay oh on the back it says this product can cause mouth cancer so yeah to a singer songwriter poet who has a lot to teach the world through his mouth his oral cavity i mean let's rot it off so that your jaw falls off is there any proof of that i'm just saying in our marriage contract it said you have to have your jaw forever it did (laughs) the second your jaw falls off i immediately get all of your money (laughs) (laughs) have you ever seen a guy without a jaw I don't want to ever see a man with anyone without a jaw. Please don't Google it. Well, I think that sums things up. I mean, not that exciting, guys, except also very exciting. Um, we're busy parents still. That hasn't changed. Um, in fact, it's increased because they grow and their needs increase. What do? Children. Yep, yep, yep. And so, you know, we are trying to find the time, the space, the crevices to crawl in and Another like Mary word. explore each other. And that's hard because half the week, one of us falls asleep while putting our little bean pod to bed and the other one's left on the couch waiting. And then it's like, oh, all right, bless you. Um, but it's hard because we're tired. You know, we work, we do the thing. We do the stuff. There's not always energy left for bonding. Yeah, that's true. We are trying and we are bonding. And I think we're doing a really great job. Yeah, I think we're doing a a pretty good job too. What's the danger of that? What? That self-satisfied attitude. Mm. I'm doing a pretty good job. Is there any danger of that? No, unless you're one who lives in complete and utter denial. You said nutter. Because you can't accept your miserable existence. I don't think we're doing that. What was the what was that uh word on that letter we got today? Oh, like uh gubernatorial. <laughs> the california voter ballot goober (laughs) notorial 
<laughs> I wanted so bad to be like, oh yeah, gubernatorial. They do this every couple of years. It's just the gubernatorial sector of the government. Um, what okay. Are we, what are we going to talk about next time? This is cool. Next time we're going to talk about um, religion again. We're going to dive into that a Why little differently. Let's talk about money. Money, 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 money. Aren't they one and the same, my friend? The sex, money, money. and religion? Yeah. Yeah. They're ruling the world. Um, okay, well, I'm not sure. It's whatever episode I decide to invite you on. So I will keep Me? you updated. Yes. At our next parental slash lover slash spouse uh, business meeting. I will let you in on that. So I am proud of us. I don't think there's danger in saying we're doing good um, because progress is as it should be. There's no such thing as fast or slow progress. We are doing what our little bodies are capable of. Yeah. And I think we've been feeling pretty good and pretty solid as a couple. And so yeah. if anyone's listening thinking, who the fuck do they think they are? That's who we think we are. It's possible to love your lover. After a decade plus together and it's possible to start a whole new thing together and explore new things and i think that is endless i think we're going to be a little aged get the chips there's something i want to talk about but are we at an hour no we haven't made it an hour yet no where, how long have we been talking? I think like 45 minutes. That's long enough. We'll talk about it later. Well, I, I was going to ask if there's anything you want to add before we wrap up. Do it now or forever hold your peace. Well, just that thing that I always say that the most romantic thing between you and I is not being attached to the idea of growing old together. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. You've said that before. So maybe, you know, do, do I need to explain myself or... I don't know. I'm pretty sure you've brought it up on the podcast before. I've told you why do you have to bring that up? Right. So if you want to, sure, you can monkey cliff notes version. Well, I guess it really is just as simple as saying I don't take this relationship for granted because. Like, I'll just have you forever. So I'll treat you like shit today. And when you get married, the ego takes the marriage as some sort of contractual guarantee yeah and that your partner will never change and and like like the love you had on your wedding day is guaranteed yeah forever with no work on either of your parts yeah kind of and it's like (laughs) it's that thing that's romantic in the moment Mm -hmm. but it's that pure romantic uh, uh idea it's just a it's just some weird um lofty idea that it's not lofty that's not the word i'm looking for but it's like a uh it's like a pipe dream kind of idea and uh it seems like the thing to say but i think it sucks a lot of romance out of relationships well i'll say it a thousand times baby sometimes love just ain't enough baby sometimes love just ain't enough. Oh, I was hoping that that. Beow, beow, 
That's what we really need. I was hoping you would do that, but I would have done it for you. I don't know that you. song. Um, not sometimes, just period. Love ain't enough. What does that mean? Love is easy. It's easy to love people. It was easy for us to fall in love. Right. Ten years later. So what is enough? What's the what is enough to keep ingredient a marriage alive is constantly putting in effort and work uh, to that's... communicate better, to dive deeper together, well, that's just... and to look at areas that could use improvement together, and to be honest you about know, them. You know why though? You know why we put in all that effort and work? Why to make the marriage work? Cause it's fucking fun, dude. Is that a screensaver? It's funner than not doing it. It is. I agree, but it's just more interesting. It's scary, and I think that's the yeah reason a, a lot of couples just go stale. And there's a lot of therapy sessions going on with sexless marriages, and that's just the reality. Are you and saying? Are you saying the thrill is gone? That was me singing. Are you trying to sing a song? Well, you sing a song, so can I sing a song? But the can thrill you is make gone. it a song that everyone understands? Sure. <clears throat> the thrill is gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, checking you off of can the, we get a um, soundboard future episodes? Like a thing that you press the buttons and makes fun. <laughs> 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 all right we're rambling again let's wrap it up oh um <laughs> wrap it okay. up. i'm done thanks everybody well, mary's gonna take us out okay um so like i said i think i don't know i don't know who we think we are all i know is who i know we are and we are a couple who have um you know come from some rocky backgrounds, some confusing times. We care a lot about our mental health and others' mental health. Um, we care a lot about learning more about love and and less about hate. And I think that um, has made us who we are today and whatever that means, blah, blah, blah but we're just really the same as everyone else. We just happen to have these voices that we like to use and this recording equipment. So here we are. We're growing as a couple. We hope you're growing alongside us um, and rooting us on because we are rooting you on. And as always, thanks for listening, John. I'm sorry if I gave you a hard time. Thank you for doing this with me. Are you... Can you come back to your mic, please? Did you have a stroke? You're welcome. I wish you. I wish we were video recording this, and everyone would be on my side <laughs> the entire time. Um, <laughs> thanks, guys. Again, as always, your listening means a lot. Ttyl. Bye. Say ttyl. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life in the Faust Lane. If you're a fan of the show, please consider hitting that support button for just 99 cents, 
or $9.99 a month.